the goals with your content isn't just followers and isn't just leads and sales, you know, new, it's also to nurture the existing. And so I think people have that disconnect where they don't realize that organic content should and can work in conjunction and support your ads, should support the new cold traffic leads you're bringing in from your ads by nurturing them. listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 365. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing week and getting lots done in this first quarter of the year, which is flying by as per usual with the way time goes, it seems like these days. And I feel like the way marketing goes, it feels like you're just always, I don't know, I feel like we're always like, okay, what's the next thing and what's the next launch and what's the next new thing we're going to do? So we have some exciting things planned this month, but it really is necessary to move at that pace in today's you know, climate and industry. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about organic and really answering the question of Do I need to have an organic strategy if I am also doing paid ads? Is organic an organic strategy worth it? You know, what if I don't want to do it? Can I just do paid ads? And I've gotten this question a few times um, on trainings that I've done recently for some different groups, um, as well as in my own trainings. And so I think whenever I get the get questions multiple times, it's always a sign for me, like "Mm, a lot of people need to hear this. And so the common theme seems to be somebody, you know, people asking if I'm doing paid ads, if I'm spending money on ads, especially like visibility ads to my content, do I need to have an organic strategy? And you know, why, why do I, if I need to? And so my, you know, big picture answer is that in an ideal world, you have both, you have an organic marketing and content strategy, and you are consistent on social media and you show up on social media and you post regularly and you put out valuable content. And you also have a paid ad strategy that consists of your visibility ads, as well as Um, you know, lead generation ads and running ads to your funnel and you have both going. Now, one thing I recognize is it's really easy to say, you know, here's the ultimate, you know, what you should be doing with your marketing and how you should have your strategy. And then you're in a place where it's like, well, I don't have those resources. And so I might have to choose one or the other or choose to put more resources into, you know, one strategy versus another. So I fully recognize that if you're in the place where you have maybe like no team members or one team member or you're doing it yourself, you cannot perfectly do organic and paid marketing. And so you kind of have to pick and choose like what is the most important for you to do. And that's consistently, I feel like the job of a CEO and, you know, or a leader is choosing like, here's, you know, 15, 20 things that we can focus on. And these three are going to drive our goals and these are going to move the needle. And so it's the same with your marketing across the board. But as you're considering organic and paid, here's just some thoughts to consider. The first being that it is important to prioritize at least having some sort of an active social media presence because when you are running ads, people are going to naturally click your profile, click your business page that, you know, the ads are connected to and go look at it. And 
I don't know about you, but when I go to a business page and they haven't posted in a year, I'm always like, mm, like, are they as serious? Are they as legit, you know, as a business? And maybe they are, but I do judge that, especially on Instagram, probably not so much on Facebook, but especially on Instagram, you know, you want to have some sort of consistent presence. And so consistent could be maybe like one or two posts a week. That's enough. You don't need to have more than that. Like you don't need to, I'm not saying it won't be helpful and it won't be good, but you don't need to have more than that. So at least having one or two pieces of content posts or things that you can have on your profile just to have that consistency, just to look like and have that presence of, I am an active business. I I give back to my audience. I have my shit together, like kind of thing, right? And because people do judge that. And that means that the goal of the content is not necessarily to drive followers and to drive traffic. And I think that's where this question stems from is people are asking, well, do I need to drive leads and traffic and sales from my organic content if I'm running ads? And the answer is no, because you could have all of your leads and all of your sales be coming in from your ads, but you're using your organic content at the bare minimum as a nurturing tool as a way to nurture the audiences and the leads and the people that you're bringing into your world and they haven't bought from you yet. And a lot of people are going to see your ad, maybe go follow you, maybe sign up for your training and not buy. And then they'll hang out on your Instagram or they'll hang out on your social media. And by you being active, that is serving as nurturing to eventually lead to that sale. So that's why some form of consistency is important. But that what that means is you're adjusting your goal with organic to being that consistency, that value, delivering that and just showing up versus I have to get this many leads or this many sales from my organic content. And so I think that's the the big difference is people feel like, well, do I have to do organic to meet my actual like lead and sales numbers? And that is harder to do. Number one, it's hard to track. And number two, it's really hard to know if you are able to, if that's working or not. And it's also slower, right? Because organic is very much like a time investment. So at the bare minimum with your organic strategy, just aim to be consistent. Have a couple of posts a week, something that, you know, allows you to be consistent, allows you to nurture the following that you potentially are growing and you should be growing if you're running ads. And that is, you know, kind of like the bare minimum for your organic strategy. The next piece I want to talk about, though, is the importance of overall in your marketing, kind of diversifying where your traffic is coming from. And so, you know, it used to be four or five years ago when ads are really inexpensive and you could get a lot of leads and, you know, if, if your funnel was working, sales just from Facebook ads. And like if you just mastered, you know, one form of paid ads, Facebook ads, then you were fine. But now with the fact that ad costs have gone up so much across the board on every platform, you know, over the last couple of years, it's even more important for your business that you're able to generate leads and sales from somewhere else that's not just Facebook ads. And so that's where an an organic strategy comes in where it's like, if you're able to, and this is where you will have to measure your business resources and if this is possible for you now, or if this is like a next month or a next quarter thing, but eventually your goal is to have consistent social media presence, to have consistent nurturing happening. And 
the ability to get leads and sales that are coming in from organic sources. And ultimately, you know, with your organic strategy, where that comes from is consistency and quality is putting out the best content, putting out incredible free content and doing it every day, you know, very consistently. And if you do that, you will see traction. You will start to see people who are following you, who are, you know, joining your email list, whatever it is. So yes, an organic strategy is important. The level of your organic strategy is going to depend on your resources right now and your goals as a company. But your ultimate goal should be to diversify and have leads and sales coming in from organic social media as well as your paid ads. Now, the other piece with organic is that your content should always work in conjunction with your ads. And I kind of mentioned this, but you need to see your organic social media. Like part of the goal is to be nurturing the leads who are coming in from your ads. And so the way that I oftentimes recommend doing this is that after a new lead actually joins your list and signs up for whatever you're offering is sending them like creating a backlink to your social media. So sending them to your Instagram to follow you and saying, hey, I hang out here, you know, I post stories or maybe there's like a free gift if they DM you a keyword, something where as you see your lead number go up from your ads and, you know, you're running traffic to your funnel, that you're able to actually send those leads to your social media because then what that does is when you go on Instagram stories or you post something valuable, they, even if they don't like it or engage with it, it's a touch point, right? A lot of times with marketing, we just want people to keep seeing our business, keep seeing our name because then when they know, oh, I need help with that thing that you solve as a business, who do you think they're going to think of? They're going to think of the business that they've seen seven times in the last two two weeks on social media and not the one that they saw one time when they opted into something and then never heard from them again. So if you're able to take your leads who are interested in what you're offering, are interested in your you know, lean magnet webinar, whatever it is, and then get them over to your social media and then nurture them with your content. You're creating this like ecosystem and those touch points are going to pay off for the sales in the long run. And so one of the the goals with your content isn't just followers and isn't just leads and sales, you know, new, it's also to nurture the existing. And so I think people have that disconnect where they don't realize that organic content should and can work in conjunction and support your ads should support the new cold traffic leads you're bringing in from your ads by nurturing them and having those touch points so that they think of you when it's time to solve their problem and then a couple other points that I have um two more points that I wanted to bring up because I think that the reason why people are asking me this question is because they're overwhelmed and they are you know overwhelmed with the amount of content they feel like they have to produce with the, and the lack of time that they have. And so this sounds basic. And, and this is one of these things that I feel like I will be like, oh, I don't even need to say that. Like people know this, but then every time I do, people are like, oh, that is such a good idea. You will show up on social media and you will create content. If you have a process that's repeatable attached to it. And so one thing I teach in our program and in my organic content trainings is at the end of every month, you need to plan out all your content for the next month and then just schedule in on your calendar when you're going to go create all that. 
And if you are able to get into this groove, it's like with anything, it's habits, it's, you know, commitment, it's process and your, your content creation and your consistency showing up in an organic way is only going to be as good as your process supporting it. And so if you can make your one action item, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, I got to do better on my organic or, you know, maybe I need to tie back, you know, my leads into going to follow me on social media. But if you can do one thing and that is just determine and document what your process is, then you're able to repeat that and stick to that. And that should be your number one goal with organic content is just, I'm going to create some form of consistency and consistently put out valuable content. And like I was saying, that's going to help your ads. That's going to help your nurturing. That will hopefully diversify your traffic and allow you to have more traffic coming in from organic sources. But if your one goal that's going to drive everything is just create process, make a commitment. How many times am I going to post? How many you know new pieces of content am I, am I going to create? What does my schedule look like? And then just plan it all out and batch it. It sounds so simple, but so many are not doing that. And that will bring so much clarity and take away that overwhelm that you might be feeling around your organic content strategy. And then the final thing is one mistake that people always make, like, with anything in business, but also especially organic content, is they hear something like this podcast episode and they're like, okay, I need to really up my organic content game. I'm going to post seven times a week. I'm going to be on four platforms. I'm going to do a podcast three days a week. And they way overcommit themselves. And so it, you know, it's hard to not do that. I get it because you guys are often overachievers. But just think through, one, what are the goals? Like if you're going to up-level your organic content strategy, if you're going to pursue your organic content strategy, what's the main goals? Is it to grow your following and to grow your leads and sales coming from organic? Or is it just to be consistent, to have a brand presence, to nurture your leads? And if it's both, which one is more important to you? And then based on that, what's the minimum effective dose that you can do to meet those goals? Like, is it, I need to post at least just two times a week. That's my minimum effective dose. If I do more, that's awesome. But I am at the bare minimum, no questions asked, committing to this. And is that, you know, two times a week post? Is that one form of main, you know, great content, like a podcast every week? Like, what is that minimum effective dose? Because the results aren't going to come from you having a massive volume of, work and just, you know, putting things like, I'm just going to do all this just to do it. It's going to come from being intentional with that and making sure that everything you do is tied back to your goal. So we can't do anything until we're clear on like, what is our goal with our organic and our content strategy? So get clear on that, tie it with a process. And then your ultimate goal is to create this ecosystem of marketing success and actions you're taking to drive traffic from all different places. You know, in an ideal world, you have organic leads, you have paid leads, you have organic sales, you have paid sales, and you have a lot of things happening so that you're getting sales from multiple places to your main offer and you're diversifying in that way. And then also that you're maintaining at the minimum a brand presence because that is important today. You can't really be compared as a a high level brand or somebody that somebody wants to trust if you don't have that. And so that, you know, my answer in short to these questions that people are asking is yes, organic strategy is important, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming and you don't have to overcommit. 
All right, everybody. I hope this was helpful for you guys. We have some exciting things coming on the podcast. Um, Last month I did a series where we did some bonus episodes all related to a specific topic and I did the Great Reset series last month where I was sharing kind of the whole last year story of my business and how we turned it around and the actions we took. So actually starting next week, we are doing another series that is going to be really cool. It's going to be about having the most optimized business. So I've had the last two months in my business, the best months ever after coming out of a year that was like really bad. So December and then January, top December were incredible months in my business. So I decided to do a series about having the, you know, a successful business and kind of my formula across the board from strategy to marketing, to leadership, to personal growth, to team building, and just sharing it all with you guys in five different episodes. So that's coming out next week. You just, you're already listening to this podcast, so you're probably subscribed. So just look out for those episodes. I'm super excited about it because a lot of you guys, when I pulled my audience and asked like, what do you want to know more of? You like hearing those bigger picture strategy, things that even go beyond marketing, but are also like business strategy. I mean, I have a team of 23 employees. I've I've grown my business to multiple seven figures. I've been through a lot. I definitely don't know it all, but I have a lot of experience and perspective. And specifically, I have been able to pull us out of a not great time and create incredible success. And I also know that's not the last time I'm going to have to do it. So I kind of like a process and a formula and how I follow that. And so I'm going to be sharing that next week on a bonus series. So stay tuned for that. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.